<laughs> well, they can kick, kick flip their way into my heart anytime they want. But I also got in trouble with my mail guy. Oh my God, my mailman was so hot. Oh my God, his name was Ethan. And then I found out he had a girlfriend. I was like, oh. But I was still, oh, I looked at him and I said, Ethan, I hope the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And he was like, what? And I was like, did I just sexually harass my mailman? Here's the thing. I can't be stalking him because he comes to me. He comes to me. Anyways, he changed his route. I think I might have scared him. <laughs> he's, he's on a different side of the mission now. That's real. Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> catcalling. I didn't mean to catcall my fucking mail guy, right? I didn't mean to do it. No, I have two cats, and I'm not a crazy cat lady because you have to have four cats as a single person or six cats as two people together. I was married to a veterinarian for years. I know the rules. It's, it's four cats, one person, six cats, two people. You're either a crazy cat lady or you're, or person. you're a crazy cat person or you're a crazy cat people. If you have six cats and there's two people, you're fucked up. Like, how many litter boxes do you have? Like, I, my bathroom isn't big. Anyways, I love my cats. I know that my cats love me because I was getting finger banged by this guy and and my cats didn't just sniff his fingers licked him yeah yeah meaning that my cats love me or women really do taste like tuna <laughs> either either way either way these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi that's ahi not albacore, none of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. <laughs> I am 46. I've been masturbating in my closet since I was just. Did, did you masturbate with your Barbies in the 70s? No, in the early 80s? No, anybody? Anybody masturbate with Barbies? Anybody allowed to have a Ken doll? Allowed to have a Ken doll? You were allowed to have a Ken doll? I wasn't, well, I wasn't, so my brother had G.I. Joe's and I made that happen with my Barbies, but I was not allowed to have a Ken doll. And so I was like, oh, are we all lesbians? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you my one trans moment and, and tell me when you get bored of me. But, um, okay, so when I was 11 years old, I was a mediocre girl ballerina. I took ballet for 23 years and I used to, that was my thing, I used to love ballet and I can still, where's the, I need a little help only because I've been drinking a little bit, so I just need to, I can do this and then the thing. So like I'm, ooh, see, gosh darn it. I gotta, you lean on something and you can never, you can never rely on anything. You know what I mean? Okay, but like I can literally, and I'm, I know, right? Because I was a ballerina for so many years and I'm so old. I can still do handstands and cartwheels. I know, I try so hard. But when I was 11, I was a mediocre girl ballerina and I went to my ballet teacher and I was like, I can be the boy. I can wear the black tights and the little shirt and I can lift the girls because in all of the shows, they brought in these men, like 25 year old men that were lifting children. And I'm in the back like waving a rose, like I wish I was in front. And so I went to the teacher and I was like, I could be the boy. Like, I am strong. And she's like, because they always were like, you're fat and you're weird and your legs are thick and you're not. And, and she'd hit my ass and she'd be like, she's like, I know your ass is big. Show me the dimples. She'd be like, make the dimples happen. I know all of. And she'd hit my ass. And it was. So I was like, I can be a boy. It was my trans moment. And they were like, no. 
And then they called my parents in and they were like, your child wants to be a boy. And I'm like, it's just, it's 1984. Like, can we all be? Anyway, this is my first trans moment. But it was only for stage time. I don't actually want to be. I just want all the rights and privileges that are assigned to men. Because they never have to be as good as women, but they get everything anyways. Ah! And they get paid more. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how male ballerinas can have, like, sickled feet and totally suck? And I could have been great as a boy, girl, ballerina. But no, it's fine. It's fine, because no, no men have to, but it's so hard, it's so easy. They don't have to go through menopause. They don't have to go through it. <laughs> I'm giving you the memo. You don't care about the memo. You don't care about the memo. You don't care about the memo. I'm giving you the memo now. No one gave me the memo. You got the memo? That's so sweet. No one gave me, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years, so there was no memo. I'm so jealous of all the people on 4th of July that get to spend time with their families, and I'm like, ha, 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 you have families? That's so amazing. No, my family's all still alive. They just don't think that I'm, cool. <laughs> They're Republican and Christian. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Jesus lovers. Anyone else? Yeah. What's your favorite Bible verse? <laughs> That's a good one. I, I don't know if that, it's not a Bible verse. Although he does talk a lot about grapes and all kinds of things. My favorite Bible verse is Leviticus 2022, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. <laughs> also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. He, yeah, he was a sexy guy. And you can blame Barack for whatever you want, your smelly dick, or like porcupines, or global warming. But you can't blame him for being sexy. He was so sexy. And still, Michelle, and he loves her, and she's so cool, and like, oh my God, can he come back? Can we just be like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go English on this shit and just go straight up aristocracy and be like, Barack is our king. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to bow to our king. I will get down. I'll be like, Barack, can you please save us? Can you please bring us back? Can you please just solve it? I know you can. I know, right? And Michelle and his children. I'm like, the princesses? Yes, I will bow to the princess children. And whoever they marry, like it makes no sense because they're actually like I. Let's go back to aristocracy, friends. Like they're already doing it. I don't want to bow to Bezos. Fuck his. I don't even know if he has kids. I thought that Elon Musk was black because he was from South Africa. I had no idea. I had to ask. I had to look it up on Google. Is Elon Musk black? People are like, you're. You live in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. And yeah, 7-Eleven is coming soon, friends. 7-Eleven, you get to go, you get to go to 7-Eleven and it's free Slurpees. Oh my God, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you do is you get the little, you get a flask, you get a couple flasks of different flavors and you find out which alcohol goes best with the best Slurpee. So really, is it, is it rum pina colada? Is it, is it just whiskey with the cherry Coke? Can you make differences? Can you, like, can you blow your mind? What? Like, there's so many Slurpee flavors. Well, exactly, so you bring little vodka things? Yeah, so you make choices. Exactly, and you walk around all day on 7-Eleven, and you praise capitalism, because it's free Slurpee day. Right, I like. Mm. Yeah, no frozen sugar. 
Frozen corn syrup. Let's be America now, shall we? Frozen corn syrup. It's good. I feel good about it. All right. Um, I'm in a, I feel like I should do like a little more joke, and then we should, like, I don't know, figure out whatever we're doing, smoke cigarettes, wait for the sun to go down. People can continue doing whatever. There's still, like, a couple of ribs left and some stuff. A lot of cherries. So whatever cherries that don't get eaten, I'm going to make them into a pot cherry pie. And it's great. And I can, and it's so fun because I can, I can make it vegan and put it in the crust or I can put it in it. Anyway, anyway, it'll be fun. I'll make a little, or I might even make them like English people and make them into little pasties, like little, like, just eat us like a little bit. Scones, yes. No, but, no, but like, even like that kind of dough, but with a little bit of sour cream and then the cherries and then together in like a pie crust dough and then cook. And then, mm, now we're talking with the weed in it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. Okay, so let me just ruin my whole life and tell you guys this last thing. This is, and I guess I can, this will timestamp it so no one can steal it, honestly. So I have this amazing idea for a reality TV show, and it's called Women of a Certain Age. And it's 10 women over 40. And it starts with 40 men under 30. I know. And then... <laughs> And then the first ep, and each woman is like an expert in her own like thing. Like one of them's like a contact improv, like amazing. She's like, I've been doing modern dance forever, and she's like, so, and they're all like, right, women of a certain age. When when of the women? Okay, so they're all, and there's like a baker, and she's like, oh, I own this bakery, and I make all these cakes, and I'm amazing, and I was like, what? Okay, so there's all this stuff, and so the first episode. There's 40 guys, and they choose two to be on their team. Now, this is interesting. There's a party, and you, who do you choose to be on your team? Do you want to fuck the guys on your team? No, no. I choose the gay guys. I'd be like, these two are my boys. Like, I'm winning with the, because I don't want to be, because I'm going to fuck my, because uh, the other people, they've got the cute guys. So you can fuck their people, and then you can fuck them over later. It's reality TV, right? Right? But you get, you get the two guys, and you get to coach them. So at the end of the show, there's one man and one women, woman that split this crazy prize. But then the whole time, but, you, and, but once you're two people on your team as a coach, once they're out, you're gone, right? So you want to keep your boys in, so you got to coach them. And there's all, right? And you got to coach them. And all the boys are staying together in a stable, like in, like as a fucking, right? But all, two, two women, they all, they room together and they have their own bathroom and it's fine. Until the other women disappear and then you have your own bedroom. And then you get to invite the boys into your bedroom because there's no other girl. Or maybe the two women are like, we need to bring some boys into our bedroom. Do you see how this is the best show that's ever showed that no one's ever done? I know. Right? So, and then, and, okay. So then there's all of these competitions and one of them's like British baking show and they have to like make a fucking cake and you have to train them to make it. And then one of them's like contact improv and they have to dance. And one of them's like ballroom dance. One of them's stand up comedy, of course. Right. And then everything happens and they all get voted out and all these things happen. And then it's all thing. And then the money. And then, oh, my God. And then halfway through, you make them switch teams, just like Survivor. So you never know what's going to happen. Suddenly, like, oh, the boys on your team that you love so much. Oh, I kept my two boys the whole time. It's like, oh, they're gone. They're with that other bitch. You're like, oh, I hate that country face. Oh, she fucked me up on that other thing. It's going to be so good. No one else likes reality TV. Just me. <laughs> so I love it's like my super guilty pleasure. Like I love, 
I love reality TV so much. It's so stupid. I want to be on Survivor so badly. It's like my, if I could be, it's like my, I have dreams all the time where like I'm on a screen and it's like Pam Benjamin Mutiny Radio, but I'm like on Survivor, but it's a dream and I'm like watching myself from outside. Nobody else. It's fine. Eat the food. Um, <laughs> if I could be on Cutthroat Kitchen someday too, I would murder that shit. I would, here's the thing though. If I got to meet Alton Brown, I would like run up to him and make out with him. He'd be so weird. He'd be like, what is this bitch doing? I'd be like, ah, 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 ah. Alton Brown, Alton Brown. Do you not love Alton Brown? He's, he's, a, he's a scientist. He's taught me so much. <laughs> no, Oh God, I'm not that good. I just want to be on the show. Okay, okay, I'm, I think I'm done telling jokes. Let me tell one more joke. Let me tell one more joke about whiskey and then if anyone has whiskey, I want a shot of it. I have a fetish for uncircumcised guys because I want to pull their dick and I want to pull their foreskin up over their dick and I want to put whiskey in their foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want, you know? It's twofold. Um, one, yeah, smart people over there. Thank you, smart people. Uh, one, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross and you have to clean up all that schmegma. Okay, yay. Thank you for being here. We're going to watch the fireworks. We're going to listen to music and have super fun. If anyone wants any music to be played, we can absolutely do that. Like, we can do anything you want. Like, we're just chilling and there's cherries and stuff and, you know, um, fun times. So everybody have a super fun time, and the, the fireworks are going to be awesome. I know it's a little bit overcast, but still we're so close to what people are going to be doing that it'll be super close and it'll be super cool. Okay, Mark, what do you want to say? You're on mic one. I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, make oh. it loud for your absolutely stunning, the one and only, Pam Benjamin. That was our final stage show of the night. Private shows and lap dances available.
Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, "Mobed bitch, Mobed bitch," and uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it. You know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. One one five three four zero one nine seven six, and it does not spell anything. One one five three four zero. One nine seven six. Go for it. Call in, guys. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman.
hello. <laughs> it is 2 p.m. on Friday, uh, March 7th. We're starting at a Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. And March, March 6th. Oh, March 6th. All right. Uh, I don't know which day is it today. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> um, and so this podcast is called Meet the Parents. Um, hello. Yeah, so we have some special guest in the house. I am your host, Bernice Yeah from Seattle. And why not we start from my right and then Ralph first and then do a round of introduction. Yeah, hi, I'm Ralph Starr. Big fan of Mutiny Radio. Glad to be here in the booth with you all. Here in San Francisco. Hi, I'm Lalita B. I live in the South Bay, but I'm originally from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and then I also spent some years of my life in London. Pam, do you want to go before me? <laughs> I, I, I'm <laughs> sure. I, I'm a, I've never lived outside of California. <laughs> Pam is the one runs the Mutiny Radio. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's everybody yeah, knows the Pam already. Mutiny yeah. Radio Comedy Festival. <laughs> uh, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have, I believe, we have like. Two more guests might drop in when, yeah, so they will come in. Uh, we will introduce them as they come in. Uh, my name is Bernice Ye. Um, I live in Seattle, and um, I was born and raised in China. Um, I came here when I was 21. Um, so the uh, reason why I want to do this podcast is because uh, this uh, earlier, well, no, earlier last year, I brought my uh, boyfriend to meet my parents. Um, he is an American who have never been to China, so it's his first time, um, and he doesn't speak Chinese other than knowing Ni Hao, right? <laughs> and so uh, there's just all kinds of like silly things that happen on the trip, so I just want to kind of thread through my story, and then like we got all the comments, that, hey, they have a lot of meeting the parents fun moments too. So I guess I started, but I want to kind of see ask everybody about uh, what type of meet the parents you want to talk about today? Anyone who can jump in, just yeah, go. Yeah, this is Ralph. I love meeting parents. <laughs> <laughs> How I've many parents have you met I've so far? Well, I'm not married, but I've I've met a few in my day, and uh, I look forward to meeting them. Uh, partly because I've always gotten a chance to talk to them. Sometimes they like me more than their own. They don't love me. I think this is. They know they'll always love their kids more than their own kids. Yeah. They like me. I had one parent say, I, li I love my kids. <laughs> like, like them. <laughs> oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. I love my parents. I don't really like them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting puzzle piece. Uh, so uh, I'm, uh, I don't want to talk about meeting other people's parents, but I'm meeting my wife's parents. I have a ton of them. My father had a somewhat illustrious record and so there's a lot of people to meet and then um, my father's uh, third wife's ex-husband married my father's second wife and so we had lots of siblings that were both kind of step-siblings in lots of different ways uh, and that's always just been super interesting bringing people home to meet the family because you know we end up having to draw them little um, kind of genealogies to ancestry.com but in a local <laughs> way just to explain who they're meeting today and and Now our other two special guests has arrived, <laughs> so um, why not? Uh, so Andy, go ahead and start introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, Andy Clark, and my I brought in a special guest, my girlfriend uh, Alice. 
Smith, who's here right now, we already talked about meeting each other's parents, mostly meeting her parents. She's got an interesting family dynamic. <laughs> but uh, really nice to get Jonathan. Yeah, thanks for including me, even though Welcome. I'm not a comedian. I like to think I am. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I, I, I feel like all parents like me, and I might be a little, uh, have a big head about that as well, but I know how likable I am, and <laughs> um, I know that my family is loud and interrupts each other, and once I dated someone for about five years that never said much to my family because he wasn't going to interrupt me, so that didn't work out. I'm trying to train Andy now on how to get through, how to break through to the noise. Yeah, it's it's nice because I feel like I meet Alex's parents for the first time every time I go over there because <laughs> they've never once asked me a single question. What? So <laughs> it's true. It's nice. It's good. You got a lot of practice. A lot of a lot of tapes up. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Pam, do you want? Yeah. Well, all parents hate me because uh, I'm a Marxist and I don't believe in expanding families. So <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I must say it. they're like, they're, well, who is this crazy woman? Why are they <laughs> so like nonsense? Don't bring her back. <laughs> she drinks all the wine and spouts Marxism. <laughs> we don't want her. <laughs> That's the kind of Marxism I like. You know, you we're against property, but when it comes to a good bottle of Sauv Blanc, we'll make allowances, right? <laughs> <laughs> Rich people want. You don't want to own this, you know. Give it to me. Let me take <laughs> that off your hands. Yeah, I love capitalist wine. Yeah. Love Steal from the rich. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, one at a time. <laughs> Um, we have another special guest. Um, so, well, actually, I mentioned my boyfriend. Um, he's no longer my boyfriend. Um, he's my fiance now. So, yes, so he's going to call in, I don't know, about 2.20 ish. So, I guess we're going to talk about all this. He doesn't know what we're talking about. So, maybe you can ask questions and see uh, his perspective. So, maybe we'll talk about how long. Thing. How long have you been with him? Um, two, uh, now it's two and a half years. Two and a half years, that's a good amount. So you spoke really good English. Like, yeah, so it wasn't like a pillow dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Teach me all the words. Yeah, I use the other boyfriends for that. <laughs> 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 Not use, but, you know. <laughs> I've gone through a few. <laughs> um, yes, so that's actually a good question, because, like, the one of the first thing uh, my friends asked me is that, oh my god, like, um, are you teaching him Chinese? And, you know, ask him, are you nervous meeting the parents? And I'm like, no, I'm not teaching him Chinese. Um, it's the best thing they don't speak the same language <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just the translator. <laughs> right.
Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why did we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, Mobed bitch, Mobed bitch, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what more kids are giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman.
Cut off someone's ear, bitch.
Radio, ladies and gentlemen. It is the 4th of July. You're at the place to be. Find something and do it, ladies and gentlemen. God bless.
all right. I made people are like, oh, we don't like Smashing Pumpkins. I'm like, I grew up in the 90s. This is my fucking anthem. Fuck you. No, it's fine. I know. I've, I almost touched Billy Corgan once. And wouldn't that have been amazing? All right, let's listen to more music.
It's all about America today. This is a song by a band called America. It's the last unicorn. It's a beautiful song. When the last eagle flies over the last crumbling mountain and the last flying roars at the last dusty fountain in the shadow of the forest Though she may be old and worn They will stare unbelieving At the last unicorn When the first breath of winter Through the you look to the north and the pale moon is rising and it seems like all is dying and would leave the world to mourn in the distance hear the laughter of the last Oh my God, last unicorn. Oh dear God. I mean, I'm just saying, last unicorn. Like, come on now. I, <clears throat> I was born in 1974. America is born again. America is born again. Everything's exploding. Good, great. Thank you, America. Look at it, it's going crazy outside. I'm gonna put up some CDs.
Fucking fireworks, it's a lot of fun. We're hanging out, I'm gonna go potty, yay!
I will bear 